Shri Gauri Vaishnava Guru Parampara Ki Jai Daji Gopal Ki Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanande Any question tonight? So there's this, um, I heard this analogy, it's like two analogies. One is that spiritual life is like a, a kitten being carried by its mother. And then the other is, it's like a baby monkey trying to hold on to its mother. Um, and I'm, somehow it's both, it's, and I'm trying to understand, um, with the, the place of effort and grace and where those two meet it seems like that's what that's getting at yeah these are two different schools of the Ramanuja Sampradaya that uh, posit these two different ideas the cat and the monkey the cat carries the kitten by the back of the neck and the kitten does nothing doesn't hold on so it's an emphasis on grace and no emphasis on effort and then the, the monkey example, you can see them here. Monkeys, they, the, the, the babies hang on, and the mothers swing from tree to tree and go everywhere and travel, but the baby has to hang on. So in that school, there seems to be, uh, well, let's say there's more of an emphasis on um, effort. Now, I don't know the details of those two schools within the Ramanuja um, Sampradaya, uh, in terms of in the cat group, what they say about effort, but it seems from from the analogy, it's all grace. It would seem from the monkey uh, um, analogy that there's grace and there's effort, hmm? rather than only effort. I don't think that they would not they wouldn't say that. Um, and so, from our Godi perspective, then we um, would uh, to use those analogies, we would. Um, embrace the monkey analogy. There's the famous um, <coughs> Dometer Leela <coughs> in Srimad Bhagavatam, which, as you know, um, in which you just sort of made a great effort to bound, to bind Krishna to the mortar. And, um <coughs> and of course, the, her reason for doing so, in one sense, was that she was afraid he was going to run away. Mm. Rather than to chastise him, that's maybe a secondary perspective. She started to think, oh, he might actually might. He's pretty fast. He might run away and not come back. Then what? So, so she sought to bound him with the ribbon in her hair. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it was, two, I think, two inches too short, right? And so, prior to this, of course, Krishna had been making mischief in the neighboring houses stealing yogurt, butter, um, and, and despite the fact that they would take precautions and hang the butter up high, still he would stand on Balaram's shoulders and reach up, and then they would put it in the dark cellar. By his effulgence, it would light up the cellar. And, and there was a, a litany of complaints registered by the neighbors um, against uh, Krishna. Uh, um, and to place at the at the at the at the feet of the, of the Rani, of Yasoda Rani, the you know the queen of the cowards, um, and um, 
and she was, of course, in denial of it, and, and comes back with every accusation, with some justification, some rationalization, finding fault in the neighbors for not well. You didn't put up high enough. You didn't, you know, put it in a dark enough place. They would come back, and there's a back and forth like this, and so she is in denial. But um, of course, when she goes home, she's affected by all that, and and um, and then she has her own direct experience during the time of the Govardhan Leela. Everyone is involved in preparing for the Indra Yagya. This is before the, 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 the Govardhan Leela, but annually there would be the Indra Yagya. And so um, everyone was engaged in that, even the household servants, assistants, and so forth. So she was there nursing Krishna alone and also boiling the milk. And the milk happened to be milk um, procured from select cows from a select herd grazed on select grasses which was her effort hmm, um, or her response within the household hmm, to the complaints and on the face of the complaints she just didn't accept it but she knew it was true and therefore she expressed herself differently to Nandamarsh what kind of king are you what kind of coward are you our son's milk is not, our, your milk is not satisfying our son. He's going other places and stealing milk. Hmm? You're the king of the cowherds. And so so he selected special cows, put them on special grasses. And so then this was the milk then that was boiling over on the stove, right? And so then she had the choice either to, put, to push Krishna down and tend to the milk or let the milk boil over. And she did the what do you might call the she chose the Tadiya Seva to serve that which is dear to Krishna hmm? over serving Krishna. Of course, he complained overtly anyway, and, and so this set up the whole uh, Damodar Lila, the binding of Krishna. And so, <clears throat> while she pulls the ribbon from her hair and, and it's two inches too short, meanwhile, the neighboring ladies are looking over the wall and having a, a laugh at the whole thing, and then they, they throw her some rope because the cowards, they have lots of rope for binding the back legs of the, of the cows. Hmm. And so, as the story goes, they supplied all the rope and brudge and it was still two inches too short and Krishna wasn't getting fatter mm-hmm. every time she tried to bind him and so forth, right? So, this is, a, this is, a, this is also an example of the Achinti Beta Beta. Hmm. That he's everywhere and he's local at the same time. It's another way of talking about it. Hmm. And so, that he's everywhere is being exhibited, illustrated by the fact that no matter how much rope you try to put around him, you can't bind him. Hmm. And the fact that he's present there, well, is evident also that she, she's trying to bind him. <laughs> he's right there. So, um, at any rate, the uh, oftentimes the commentators have have uh, compared the two inches too short to these two uh, aspects. Of for successful sadhana, mercy and effort. So she put in a lot of effort to tie him up, chase him, catch him, tie him up, perspiring and so forth, making a lot of effort. And seeing the effort, then he gave his grace. So as I often say, 
as opposed to other schools, ours is considered avarohapanta, so it means that it's this descending path. Whereas yoga and jnana, compared to their ascending paths, in which one uses one's own strength and resources from this side, mental ability, physical ability, I mean, yoga and jnana are very virile disciplines. You have to be celibate to do them. There aren't a lot of lady yogis and jnanis in caves and so forth. Meditating, it's, 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 it has a very virile kind of a, uh, image that it, uh, that it, uh, it, com- it comes out of it. And, and it's a power thing, it's a power trip, you know, it's a power, it's, it's, it's a way of getting power to accomplish something that is, that is very difficult to, to accomplish. One fellow once, I told the story before, uh, forgive me if, if I repeat myself to you, but um, you may have heard it, but there was a guy once, sometime back, not so long ago, a few years back, who um, I was speaking to and he, he, about bhakti, and he was uh, considered himself a spiritual person, and so he was liking the philosophy, and then he, but he had dreadlocks, and he said, the only thing about it is I'd have to cut my hair. I said, well, what would be the problem? So he, he said, with that, you know, and he said, well, all my power is in my hair. Hmm. I mean, I don't think he had any power personally, but um, but yogis can't do have power that they keep in their hair. There's a famous story of the of the, the uh, mystic Jagannath Puri that claimed himself to be Vishnu and his partner to be Brahma and Shiva, and they were having less in relationships with, with other men's wives, as if Vishnu did that. You know, of course, Krishna apparently does, but that's not really what's happening. So Bhaktivinoda, as the magistrate. He um, uh, protested and he went to challenge this fellow. And people were very afraid of him, superstitious village people and so forth. And indeed, when Bhaktivedanta Thakur got close, he, he would go like this and, and throw fire. <coughs> so he had power in his hair. But Bhaktivedanta Thakur persisted and he was able to uh, 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 give strength and courage to his deputies and ultimately they arrested the man and then he was put in jail and he was tried in the court and of course as the, as the trial proceeded the family members of Bhakti Minot started to come uh, develop fever one after the other and so all the people were like oh he's going against the god here you know and this is what's happened and then the last day of the trial of Bhakti Minot contacted the fever as well but he persevered and claimed him guilty and then he was placed in jail, and um, they shaved his head, and he lost all his powers, and he hung himself. I think is the story. So he had power in his hair anyway, some kind of power. But I told this fellow, you see, the difference between your way of thinking about it and ours is, is ours is not about getting power, but ours is about acknowledging who he was actually powerful, all powerful. And coming under his auspices and his, his, his shelter, that's our power. Mm-hmm. So it's a very feminine, if you will, perspective. It conjures up a kind of a feminine uh, image compared to this virile yogi with knotted locks and and power, or the jnani with his big 
big brain and um, logic and so forth. Um, so those paths are ascending paths and they rely on resources from, from this world. Ultimately, of course, um, they cannot be fully successful in terms of their goal according to the sacred texts if you study them carefully without some influence of bhakti, without some grace. So they can get a passport, but they need a visa. Hmm? And um, so, if they have, therefore, their famous verse of the Bhagavatam from the second canto of the tenth chapter, Aruya Kuchjena Param Patam Tata Patanti Adho, even if they're a Jivan Mukta, means they're liberated in this world, and their Prabhda Karma is just playing itself out, they're not plugged into it. When it finishes, they're done. Hmm? They become a Mukta, is the idea, but if they. If they offend bhakti, then they fall down from that position. Hmm? And so, in the very least, you could say, if they offend bhakti, they can't go. But I, but I, but the Gita goes further than that. And there are other statements in the Bhagavatam as well in this regard. What does the Gita say? There, Krishna says that. Um, that um, that my my Maya is Duratya. And after I would look at the dictionary, but proper translates it translates it insurmountable. Dur means difficult. Durat, you know, I guess you could say very, very difficult, but insurmountable might be more appropriate. Um, given the point that we're making, then he goes on to say, "But, but it's my Maya. Hmm? If anybody can make a web, it's difficult to you know to get out of. It's me. Hmm? It's my Maya. And unless, uh, but 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 that's it. If you if you if you do prapanna, hmm? surrender to me." Then they can cross over. Maya metam tarantite. Then you can easily cross over tarantite. Hmm. So that's a very intelligent, more intelligent than the Ganis. Hmm. It makes him more powerful than the yogis because he's Yogeshwar. Hmm. He's the he's the Ishwar of all yogis. Hmm. So our path is imperatively a descending path where. Therefore, our effort, there is effort, but it's different than the effort in the path of jnana and yoga, which, again, under themselves, cannot bring the, the, the full um, um, uh, measure of their desired result, which is to attain mukti. Even if it's brahma the low end of mukti, hmm, without some bhakti, you can't get in there. It's a form of bhakti. I mean, it's a form of liberation. So it's his world inner world, so to speak. You can't just bust in there. Hmm? There are examples like Vishvamrita. Was it Vishvamrita? Breaking in there? Or Durvas, excuse me. Durvas broke in. He was being chased by the Sudarshan Chakra when he offended Ambarish. Hmm? Went to Brahma. Brahma said, I can't help you. Go to Shiva. Went to Shiva. Shiva said, I can't help you. You offended Vaishnava. Vishnu's chakras after you have to go to Narayan. So he went to Narayan. That means he entered into Vaikuntha. How could he enter into Vaikuntha? He was a he was a a, a yogi, Durvas, and he offended a devotee. 
Neva Kosami gives a nice example. Sometimes in a royal palace, a king will bring a tiger in in a cage for entertainment on a night with his associates. And they all look at him and so forth. He's not really in there, but he's in a cage inside. So sometimes Krishna will bring such a beast in, like a Durvas, and 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 the people of Vaikuntha will be entertained by his his foolishness for the moment. Right? So Krishna, of course, Narayan instructed him, I can't, even I can't help you. My chakra is chasing you because you offended my devotee, Ambarish, so you got to go and get the blessing of Ambarish. Mm-hmm. So, so, no, you can't enter there mm-hmm, without, without bhakti, without some grace, without permission, without a visa from that side. Again, even if, if it's Sayuja Mukti. Mm-hmm. So, um, and there are other statements in the Brahma's prayers. What does he say there also? Similar. Yeah. And the, it gives the example, another verse of, uh, that uh, without bhakti it's like uh, separating, the, separating the, the, the wheat from the chaff or the rice from the chaff. And you just get an empty, you get nothing, you get just empty chaff. Hmm? That's uh, like even self-realization, hmm, which is jivan mukti. You could attain without bhakti. And Sanatana Goswami admits this in Vedic Bhagavatamrita, in the big argument between the bhakti shastras and the gyan shastras. Gopakumar is listening to the debate, hmm, and they're going back and forth: gyan or bhakti, gyan or bhakti. Finally, the Gyan Shastras say, well, without bhakti you can attain self-realization. And, and the Bhakti Shastras admit, okay, well, you're right. And then the Gyan team thinks they've won. And then, of course, they say, or Sanatana says, of course, it doesn't mean anything to come in second place. You lost, in other words. Second place is another way of saying, I lost. So your goal was to attain Brahman, but you couldn't attain it. Self-realization, yes, that's what the Gita says, that jnana, knowledge, and happiness are governed by sattvas, the fine, 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 subtle, subtle, subtle guna. You can discriminate. This is a Socratic kind of perspective. Discriminate between matter and spirit. Act accordingly. But you can't enter into Brahman. So... Again, you go down unless some some measure of bhakti, hmm? permission from that side. Hmm? So, uh, <clears throat> so our um, path, comparatively, it's all about bhakti. You know, if you can't get in without any bhakti, but if you give all bhakti, well, then where are you going to go within transcendence, right? So, the greater the measure of bhakti would be the reasoning the deeper your penetration into transcendence, and that's the whole idea, right? The measure of the bhakti, and the nature of the bhakti, that's uh, described in our, our school, is uh, extreme. And therefore, what is the effort? So, the effort, in one sense, in our school, is an effort to get grace. This is an effort. Help. You gotta sing loudly. Hare Krishna. Raise your hands. Wear tilak. 
make the deity might see you, trying to something like that, attract the attention of the Vaishnavas. Try to. Um, we make an effort to do what they do. That's sadhana bhakti. It's kind of an, an apprenticeship. We see they do like this. We hear they do like this with feeling. We'll do it without feeling. Hmm. Try it with, with with knowledge. You can enter the path of rag by feeling, or you can enter the path of rag by knowledge of what the path is. And that's a lower level of entry, but it's still an entry level. Hmm. And then you're going to do what the scriptures say is necessary. Hmm. Um, which largely is to learn about it and understand it and so forth. So it's not that in Rag Bhakti there's no effort. If you want to drink milk, you got to learn how to take care of a cow. So there's things to do within Rag Bhakti also, right? But it's like it's, it's like trying to attract the sympathy of Krishna and his associates. So we dress like them, attract their sympathy. It's like um, it's the path of love. So it's like I've given an example before. It used to be when I was a kid, if you go to the bus stop and a girl had a crush on you, somehow she'd find out through the grapevine what your favorite color was and what kind of cookies you liked or something like that. And then a cold winter morning, she'd show up with wearing wearing red and with chocolate chip cookies. Just happened to have some. Yeah. So. <laughs> Is that love? Well, it's it's you know some. She found out you like these things, so I I have those things. You find out Krishna likes these things, so we do those things. That's our effort. It's a it's kind of a form of love itself, right? Oh, he likes that, so I'll do that. He doesn't like that, so I'll give up those things. So we make an effort to do the things that he likes, avoid the things that he doesn't like, which is kind of a prototype of proto love. So to speak, right? Hmm? And we we hear about the associates of Krishna, what, what they're like, and we and we, we want to follow them, appropriate to our where we are, you know, at the at the, at the moment, and so forth. Hmm? So we make we're really making an effort to get grace. We 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 are we are hopeful. Ashabandhu, we hopeful. This is this is a symptom of bhav. Yeah, the, because we know that Krishna's what he's like. He's merciful. Mm-hmm. We know he's like that. So we're tapping into that. Mm-hmm. I'll give an example. Before when I was a kid, we used to, uh, we lived in a in a village that wasn't very developed. And um, at the time, there was only a few families there. And uh, my brother and I we were the same age. And there was a couple of neighboring families of kids who were older. The boys were, you know, Couple years older, so they were, they would bully us, hmm? and so we we liked to go ice skating on this pond, and we'd go there. If they were there, it would be like a real, real trip, you know. So then, one night we came. My father came with us, and he skated around with us, and so then we could skate in front of them and make faces at them, and they couldn't do anything, right? because our father was there, you know. And we told them they were bullying us. That's why he came out. He wasn't going to fight him, or he's just going to be there, hmm? and so we were stronger than them. Now, because we we, t- we relied upon the, the strength of the fact that we, you know, were connected with a with a more powerful person. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of the effort to get grace, as I would I often refer to it in bhakti. It's it's 
it, it, you know, I don't want to minimize the fact that you have to try, and you know, all the, these are the things that are the things. These are the things that are pleasing to Krishna. We try to do them when, in fact, we've been thinking for a long time other things are pleasing, <laughs> and they actually feel pleasing <laughs> compared to. It might feel more pleasing to sleep late, but we heard it's pleasing to go to the Mongol Arctic. So we're making the effort. We realize actually that's a theory. <laughs> it actually feels better to sleep late, you know. Let's say just using that example. And I've been going, and it still feels better to sleep late. But but I keep going, and then in time, you know, I get some taste for it, and so forth. So so there is a, this, this effort where we're you know foregoing things that are unfavorable that we think are favorable. So there's an effort, some effort to let go of them. But the effort, which is you know, in this case, I'm speaking about like letting go of things. Renunciation is really it's understood properly in the larger picture a step in the direction of loving because I'm giving up something that's not pleasing to the object of my love. The object of my love is up and receiving and giving darshan. I should be there. That's the idea. And be seen by him. So he knows I'm his, I'm your I'm your devotee. If you're not there, maybe he doesn't know you're you know <laughs> something like that. That you're Oh, you? You're, you're, didn't know you were involved. I haven't seen you for a few days. Darshan means, to, in one sense, to be seen by him. Hmm? So we come to be seen by him. Receive his grace. That is grace, that he shows himself. He's showing himself at this hour. Oh, I should be there. Hmm? So it's, the effort is very different. It's, it, there, is a, there, is a, an, a, there is an effort, of course, and it will feel more like an effort in stages of um, Bhajana Kriya and Artha Nivriti. When you get to Nishta Ruchi, then it, it, it feels more like grace, then, and then you're feeling the grace more. Shreya You're getting like the, the moonbeams of benediction, the stage of Ruchi. Prior to that, then feel like an effort, but you know, you have to use your head, hmm? understand the scripture and so forth, and then on the basis of scriptural knowledge, then you again, you apply yourself. So does that help? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are we more like the monkey? Uh, and again, yeah. Uh, can we receive a real uh, help or grace uh, of the Lord without being uh, full surrender to Him? Because there is example of Draupadi uh, when Dukshasana tried to rip off her garment, sorry, and she was crying for Krishna, but one hand she was keep still trying to help herself, and Krishna was not helping her. When she yeah. gave up and surrendered to him, then he. So because of our false ego, separate ego, it is not easy for us to completely surrender to the Lord. Yeah. So can receiving some some mercy of him, and can we? St- can we be called devotees? Because I, I, I even I read uh, Yoga Sutra Patanjali with commentaries of Iyengar, and there is the same famous sutra how one can attain samadhi in different way. And Yoga, Patanjali is saying Ishvara Pranidana Va samadhi can be attained by surrender to the law. Mm-hmm. And Iyengar is writing that on, who can do this? Only few great Mahajanas. Mm-hmm. All the, Everyone else must meditate, you know, because this 
the surrender to God is very high thing. Well, uh, first of all, I don't know why he would say that meditation is easier than surrendering to God. I think it would be the other way around. It's difficult to meditate, control your mind, but surrender to God, uh, you could do that and be active even. So I'm not sure his reasoning is that that, that good um, in that regard, but um, but I think the example of Draupadi is there to make the point that um, if you want the full embrace of Krishna, well, you know, you can't give half of yourself. That doesn't mean you don't get anything. But, I mean, to be honest with you, this is a very serious discipline. If you want to be a transcendentalist, become enlightened, what to speak of develop prem, it's a, it's a rare thing. And the reason that devotees don't make the kind of progress that it seems like you should from doing the things that they do is because they do other things also. So they, 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 keep, they keep themselves plugged in to the world and do things that are unfavorable to bhakti and, and so on and so forth. They're constantly like, put the plug in, pull it out, put the plug in, pull it out. And, um, and they don't have, unfortunately, a favorable kind of environment. I mean, if you, if you look and see um, the, you know, what Prabhupada wanted to do was he wanted to um, publish books so that the, the philosophy would be available and then he wanted communities, rural communities, where devotees would live, and everything would be um, it would be a, would be a whole Vaishnav community, and so the, the community itself would be self-sufficient, and it would provide labor, work, simply, and people would live pretty simply. It was his motto: simple living and high thinking. Well, you know, you don't know how simple that might mean. <laughs> um, Pretty simple, and uh, um, and it's really un- it's very what he wanted was something very something very unplugged from the whole world, kind of like in the United States we have these Amish communities or the Mennonite communities, and they're unplugged. They don't watch television or the internet, or in the Amish communities even they they have their own you know farms and they live there. And it has its own school. It has its own. Um, it's un- it's totally unplugged from the world. In 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 many many um, respects, and it's providing its own uh, um, sources of livelihood for householders, its own source of education, um, and so forth. And um, you know, he thought and hoped it would be more vital and live than say an Amish community, which isn't very vital in terms of speaking to the modern world and whatnot. And the reason he th- he would thought it could be more vital in life because it had such an interesting philosophy, such a high philosophy and, and, and theology, and that it could you know produce blissful people and uh, and, and uh, whatever you know. So I mean I don't think he was familiar with really Amish communities com- comparatively, but but they're rather obscure in the United States, for example. And he wouldn't think they would be obscure. He thought that they would be vital and have a, you know, something to say and, and change the world by their example. So, re- regardless, the point he was think he was making in one sense for his disciples is they wanted them in a in a situation where there would be little, if any, distraction because bhakti is very powerful. Okay, so it's more powerful than jnana or yoga. Therefore, the primary example 
of that is that you can be a householder. Because hmm. you, you can't be a householder according to the, the, the sutras of Patanjali unless you're you, you celibate, and householder means having a family and so forth, or in Gyanmarg also. So you have to do something else before they do nishkam karma and so on and so forth. But the power of bhakti is you can have a family. Hmm? Now, if you have a family, you need to have a livelihood, right? Hmm? But, 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 if you if you look at statements like this in the scripture, which we draw from, which were written hundreds of years ago, and so forth, hmm? someone would be in would be living in a varn ashram, you know, society. They'd become a Vaishnava. Hmm? They would they would have a supportive you know com- community, and they're 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 a transcendentalist in their perspective. So they're, in that sense, they're separate from the Varnashram, which only remotely has a you know has a has a transcendent perspective. That's for the for the sannyasis. You know, leave the leave the Varnashram, so to speak. Everyone else is Dharma Artakama. So the, his devotees, he now he's a transcendentalist. He's come out of the Varnashram, so he or she is not interested. In dharma, art, and kama, or even moksha, got a fifth goal of life. Hmm. So it's a pretty serious person, hmm. seriously interested in transcendence and using all of their human energy for that. They're not going to be successful unless they use all, at least in this life, unless they use all their human energy for that. And it's powerful, so they can have kids. But that doesn't mean they can just go do whatever they want and, and so on and so forth, and without their being creating further repercussions for them that, was, that still Bhakti is going to have to deal with later on. And and, and and it's why they're not getting the kind of enthusiasm that it's, it's, it would seem according, or taste according to the scriptures that, that is, uh, that um, that's described. And, and it's, um, and it's unfortunate. You know, I mean, there are some communities like Iskon has started, you know, probably was powerful enough, and the time was right for that. We were living on the streets, so to move into the ashram was an upgrade, you know. And we lived communally, and, and householders had worked in the spiritual sky business, incense business. That's how they made their livelihood, and kids were in school. And, you know, there were problems with this that, that went forward and whatnot, but that was the idea. It was a good idea, and it's and now there's some semblance of that, you can go and live in Mayapur, I suppose, or in Vrindavan. This gun has a big project in Mayapur. Um, and it's, you know, in that in, in that direction. But um, the power of bhakti hmm, to say, as I'm saying, that you can be a householder is a big thing, but then what kind of householder? Who are the householders who we saw? He was doing his Nam Hut in these villages, and now they were Vaishnavas doing Nam Hut, uh, Nam Sankirtan. They could have all the kids they wanted, but they didn't have an internet and this and that and so many other things to do and, uh, and, and distractions and so on and so forth. And to, to, to think that that's not going to affect one's bhakti one's focus and so forth is, 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 is a folly, actually. It is. <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and so people wonder why they're not 
making progress, and then they, they turn it into a, a more of a society, a consciousness type of affair with friends and and um, and, and whatnot. And you know, it's not a bad thing, but you know, sometimes you wonder if it's even one hand up to Krishna, what to speak of two. <laughs> so, but whatever we do, you know, obviously it's incremental. It's not that if I don't give everything, I get nothing. Whatever I, whatever extent I can be a Sharanagata and grow my faith, is whatever extent I, I can, I can secure. So I, I have secured some measure of grace because we actually progress by, by grace. So, um, yeah, it's a, it is, it is a. a a school of transcendental pursuit that is friendly and easier than jnana and yoga, for example. But you have to, when you say it's easy, it's compared to jnana and yoga, compared to, okay, living in the Himalayas in a cave. <laughs> it's easy compared to that. But that doesn't mean that, well, it's so easy that, you know, I'll just chant and I can do all kinds of other things and, and whatnot, and I'm, it's not going to. It's all going to be covered. Bhakti's going to digest it all. Bhakti can digest. You're going to marry. You're going to have kids and raise them. That's a lot to digest. Yoga can't digest that. Hmm? That's worldly. That's what the world's about, right? The world's about bhavameto, combination of man and woman, and the natural result of that: the offspring taking care of them. And if you look in a modern society. At least in my country, the United States, it's all about the kids. Everything is that's the bottom line. Kids, you know, that's 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 the deity practically. Mm-hmm. That's everything, you know. So, uh, so actually, there's another bottom line for the transcendentalists. Mm-hmm. That if their kids aren't devotees, they might say, "Well, sorry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that may sound harsh, but but typically that wasn't the case, you know, hundreds of years ago. So the kids would be they didn't have a lot of alternatives, they didn't have a lot of choices, and so forth. So so that their environment was more conducive. We're still part of a transplant, and, and for that matter, the homeland from which it's transplanted is just full of it's all overgrown. Because, well, while Prabhupada tried to transplant Vaishnavism in the Western world and was successful to some extent, modern civilization, capitalism, whatever you want to call it, planted seeds in the East, and so it's all all overgrown there. So this is that's like where where can you find such a so you know you try to create a place that's that's conducive, but without that. It's uh, you're 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 I think you know kind of stretching it to think that you know, bhakti's consuming. I'm just I'm a devotee. In name we may be a devotee, but it's 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 more than that. Hmm? There are statements like, okay, bhakti just a little effort, bhakti will remove all the karma. And we think, well, how is that how is that possible? Well, if you actually take up bhakti fully, then you're not going to have any karma. That's that's true. It's gonna, it's gonna exhaust. It's gonna, it's gonna. You're not gonna perpetuate any more karma because you're only gonna be doing bhakti, and you can do it as a householder. Hmm? Okay, so you don't have to be a renunciate, but still, like 
When I first went to India, I flew from Australia to India, and Prabhupada invited me to the first festival. I happened to be in Australia at the time. So we landed in Madras, and the devotee who was uh, overseeing the, the, the group, who was the GBC, he had a connection with some Brahmin family in Madras that he had visited before and knew and so forth. So we were able to spend the night in their house. And there we were, new devotees, first time in India, most of us and so forth. And, and then the, and, and the next morning, they were serving out prasadam to us. And one of the devotees said, has that been offered? Hmm? Does he want to take anything that wasn't offered? <laughs> and the, the, the Brahmin serving us chapel, and he said, this whole house is offered. And I felt like, wow. I looked around, and, yeah, we're in Vaikuntha here. And the whole, so that they, they were, you know, they were, they had a deity in the house, and that was the center of the whole house. Hmm? And parents had better control over the kids, and the kids had less options, and uh, worldly options. It was a serious, you know, serious family, uh, uh, and one to be uh, in, inspired by. Hmm. So, yeah, bhakti has the power, but I mean, you know, you have to be doing bhakti, hmm. and it's a it's a really full time job. And there are different ways to do it. You can do it as a monk, or you can do it as a householder, but but it's a full time job. It's an effort to be constantly engaged in in Krishna service and to accept the things that are favorable, reject the things that are unfavorable. Hmm? It's not, probably just say casual means casualty. If you're casual in your bhakti, there'll be a casualty. This, so this self-surrender to Krishna is based on mainly on our own effort or it is grace of Krishna? Yeah, you have to make effort to get grace. You cannot make effort without the grace. So without Krishna's invitation, without Sada Sangha, you can't even proceed in bhakti. So, you know, if I say to you, look, if I say to you, look, here's the thing. There's a million dollars. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to put it in this place over here. It's quite a distance to go, but this is the path. This is how you get there. And this is this is this is where you go. Don't turn that way. Don't turn that. Way. Then then you tell me, is it grace or is it effort? Hmm? Well, you know, without the million dollars being provided in the first place, you got nothing, absolutely nothing. All you're doing to ask now is to is to go there and get it. Hmm? So the emphasis is on, is on 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 the grace. It's a great. It, it is sadhusanga is a form of bhakti. Bhakti is a blessing. It's not a right. We're not owed it. It's not a human right <laughs> to have bhakti. Hmm. Hmm. Right? No, that's a blessing. That's an extra thing. And then, then, okay. If I say to you, okay, here's bhakti. Catch. Well, you have, your effort is to catch it <laughs> and hold on to it like that monkey. Okay, here we go. We're gonna swing from tree to tree. Hang on. Right? But you have to hang on. That's the effort. I've given an example before. If you fall into a well, a dry well in the forest, all you can do to get out is call help. Help. If somebody hears you, throws you a rope, then they say, hold on to that rope now. Hold tight. You pull it up. When you get to the top, you don't go. You don't say, boy, I held that rope pretty good, didn't I? That's not even in your mind. You know, all your thought is, he saved me, you saved me. You know? Oh, well, you yelled. Well, yeah, but that meant you held on to the rope. But, you know, it's not like, no, you saved me. Hmm? 
He saved my life. No, the rope saved your life. You held on to it. <laughs> so both things are there, but the emphasis is on grace. Yeah, bhakti is 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 a form of the Lord's grace. So we have to take advantage of it. Bhakti Devi ki jai. Jai. Gopal ki jai. Guru Vaishnava Parampara ki jai. Guru Bhakti Vrinda ki jai. Guru Premanandi. Guru Bhakti Vrinda ki jai.